Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Werewolf podcast. This podcast will be me talking about my blog post and adding new information or things I forgot to type. You can access my blog at www.awerewolfblog.wixsite.com slash website or an easier way is to follow my Twitter at blog underscore wolf which has all the information. This first episode will be about a blog piece I did for Sexbing UK, an amazing sexual health education company that go into schools and teach accurate and inclusive sex education. You can access them at sexplain.org.uk for more information. Now without further ado, this is cool. Why do pronouns matter? One main thing that affects my daily life are pronouns. So I identify as non-binary and I use they them pronouns. We hear about pronouns a lot, especially as a lot of celebrities have marched on social media to talk about them. Celebrities such as Piers Morgan and ironically Boy George. But what exactly are pronouns? To me, pronouns are an extension of someone's name. It's how someone feels comfortable with being identified. For example, Hi, I'm Jess, and my pronouns are they, them. Saying this, you wouldn't call me Louie or Lily because that is not my name. The same way you wouldn't refer to me as she, him, as those are not my pronouns. Pronouns are a form of self-identification to help battle gender dysphoria in daily life. Gender dysphoria is a condition where a person experiences discomfort or distress because there is a mismatch between their biological sex and their gender identity. That is the NHS definition. For example, a transgender person may alter their appearance to make them feel more comfortable in their own skin and body. Pronouns are a form of this. By calling someone by their pronoun, you help people feel more comfortable and help fight gender dysphoria. This is also why many transgender people undergo top surgery or gender reassignment surgery, hormones, name changes and pronouns. These help battle gender dysphoria. But what do we mean by being transgender? Transgender is when a person's gender is different from the one they were assigned at birth. This includes trans men, trans women, non-binary and gender fluid people. The opposite of this is cisgender, which refers to people who identify with their gender assigned at birth. A term also associated with pronouns are dead names. The dead name is the name given at birth, which no longer identify with and have changed. Instead, transgender people often change their names to fit their gender. Their new name may be similar to their birth name, or it may be completely different. Imagine you were called a turtle your whole life, treated like a turtle, made to act like a turtle, but you were a human. Would be called a human and act like a human. That is kind of what gender dysphoria feels like in the simplest form. But pronouns and calling people by their names, not dead names, can help someone connect with that gender in daily life. But what exactly is gender? Coming from a sociological point of view, gender itself is an idea that has been made up by society to put people into different categories and define people by certain attributes. In other words, gender is a social construct. Women are pictured to be feminine, docile and more motherly due to society's view of women. 
while men must be strong and masculine. This is portrayed throughout the media and has been enforced for years and years and years. So much that it's become second nature to understand the stereotypical man and woman. And this is gender. But what do we mean by non-binary or gender fluid, as we have talked about transgender? Well, non-binary is feeling either, both or neither of these things as society pushes on gender norms. A non-binary person may feel that they do not fit in boxes of man or woman, or they might have fit in both instead of just one. Gender fluid is similar, but a gender fluid person may feel a man one day, or a woman the next day, or neither. The gender is not solid and it moves around a lot. But there is a history of non-binary and gender fluid identities in the past and this is not just a 21st century thing. The most famous example of non-binary gender identity in historical culture is the Native American Two-Spirit. Native Americans believe that people are born a feminine, masculine or a mix of both spirits and these spirits were their gender, rather than the biological bodies we are born into. So for example, someone could have had a biological male body, but maybe born with a feminine spirit, and the feminine spirit would be that gender. Non-binary person or gender fluid people would be born with both spirits. So we've talked about pronouns, dead names, and what helps gender dysphoria, but what can we do? we can conduct gender-inclusive language. As well as introducing each other with names and pronouns, for example, hi, I'm this, and my pronouns are that. Although I understand that we may not be always able to ask or say pronouns in every interaction, so non-gendered language can help. For example, instead of saying ladies and gentlemen, say everyone. Another one I like is girls, gals, and non-binary pals. It's my personal favourite, but that's if you want to be less formal and you're with your friends. Or if you want to be dramatic, ladies and gentlemen, and all that fall in between. I've heard this one used a couple of times, which is quite fun, and I like it. Though those are just a few greetings to use, another one is when you're referring someone, use they them pronouns. For example, they are by the bookshelf, or they went to the toilet, or simply just using person instead of woman and men. For example, instead of that woman or that man, say that person, it was that person that walked by me. But the most important thing is that if a particular term or name feels right to you, then use it. If you want to be called he, she, they, then ask for people to call you that and it's their responsibility to not be transphobic and be respectful. Whatever pronouns you use, you are valid, and that is what matters. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow my blog and this podcast, and I will try to upload every few weeks or so, so please look out for the next episode. If you want me to answer any questions on this podcast, then please email me at awarewolfblog at gmail.com and I will try to answer as many as possible. Remember, be aware, stay aware and spread awareness with the Awarewolf Podcast.